Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we love answering your questions. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. And this week we decided to do a mailbag because one, it's been a minute. Um, So thank you for those of you who sent your questions. And two, let's go. Yes, let's dig right in. Um, The first question that we got came from Leah on Instagram. Can you still build big ass muscles or big ass muscles with body weight movements? See, I'm not sure. Like, I was like, is she talking about big ass muscles or big ass muscles? Yeah. I read it as big ass muscles. See, I saw it both ways. I was like, oh, it could be both. So like your buttocks. Yeah. Um, Regardless what the, what the actual question is with whichever tone you want to use, Mm -hmm. uh, the answer is yes. (laughs) Big asses or big ass muscles. Either way, the answer is C. We got you. (laughs) Um, We will elaborate in a second as to why, but the movements involved in body weight exercises are dope because they can help to increase the mobility and change the body's stabilizers. So smaller muscles that support the primary muscles during an exercise. So there'll be uh, help with your balance just by using complete movements. And yeah. don't sleep on tempo training. No. So stabilizer muscles, like say you're doing a tricep pull down. Your stabilizer muscles are all of those little muscles that do everything to make sure that your upper arm doesn't move. Like your stabilizer muscles, they're in your feet, they're in your, you've got them everywhere. They're the tiny little muscles that when you like go swimming or you play golf and you haven't done either of those in a really long time, they're the muscles that are going to be like, I didn't know that that hurts. <laughs> they're it's those. Been a while. Ow, they're those muscles. Um, if you have form issues, body weight movements are the perfect situation to nitpick your form. Porque? Well, here is why. Um, it's a fan. It's a fantastic way to work on your movements without worrying about load. Mm-hmm. Now, when we're talking about load, we're not talking about blowing loads. There's a cum joke for you. It's the first one of the day about jizzing or farting. We're here. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen. It's my podcast. I'll swear if I want to. Um, but like when you talk about blowing your load, you don't want to blow your load when you're in the gym. It's not fun. Like it falls off the bar. It could fall on your feet. It hurts. You could throw out your knee, hurt your back. Don't overload your shit. Friends don't let friends ego lift. If you're wondering where the fuck I was going with that jizz joke, there you go. We've made it full circle. Sasha's fucking dying on me right now. God. Bosses down the hall. I hope he walked by the door while I was going through that fucking tangent. But the great thing about body weight movements is you don't have to worry about your loads. You don't have to worry about how much weight you're moving, which means that you can really get down to the nuts and bolts of the movement. You don't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to hurt myself because 185 pounds is too much when I'm working on my squat form. Full stop. You should not be working on your squat form under 185 Mm. pounds. If you are up to 185 pounds, I am going to assume that your squat form is probably pretty good with minimal issues. But if you have something that you need to work on, you need to pull that fucking weight and start doing air squats to figure out what it is. I mean, Sasha and I have talked about this before. The example in her dining room where she's like, dude, I can't. I'm like two inches short from hitting parallel. I was like, kick your toes out. Like she was standing like this. I was like, kick them out like that. She did it, and she just turned to me. She goes, son of a bitch. I'm like, yeah. yeah. That's all it takes. Sometimes it's just that tiny tweak, but you don't want to be doing those tiny tweaks with your form while you have weight on your back or yeah. weight on your front or anywhere. Like, if you want to work on your bench press form, start with your push-up. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but we're going to talk more about, like, your, your push-up in a little bit. But, like, body weight exercises, people sleep on them, and we have a lot of really good shit to talk about to make you maybe want to do them more. 
Yes. Um, you can also, I mean, if you're trying to make a movement more challenging, if you don't have access to a gym, don't have access to weights, things like that, you can add pulses and holds yes. to any movement. It's going to make it more challenging and require more from your muscles. Yes. Did you know also that you are less likely to get injured compared to other types of training when you're using just body weight? This is correct. Body weight exercises are mostly functional movements. So they stress muscles without overloading your joints, a la putting a load on or blowing your load. Blowing Whatever. Your <laughs> Apparently this episode is called blowing your oh, load. Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. <laughs> blowing your load and getting down to the nuts and bolts. Um, <laughs> we, got dick and nut, we got nut jokes all over the place in this episode. I, we weren't even trying. They just fucking find their way in. Um, whereas lifting heavy weights puts a lot of stress on your joints. Mm-hmm. Right. So that makes a little bit of sense if you just think about body mechanics and things like that. Improper technique and overexertion are two popular factors that lead to injury. So I left out a part from before because I wanted to plug it in down here. Body weight exercises are a fantastic option for scaling. If we're going to talk about overexertion and overtraining, these are things that you want to avoid. They suck. They're not fun. Getting injured is a fucking shit show. Having, if you have injuries so bad that you have to have surgery, then you're sidelined even longer. Mm-hmm. Like it just sucks. You want to avoid it at all, all possible costs. So scale your fucking workouts if you need to. Are you new in the gym? Cool. Scale that shit. Did you buy a template online for $40 at meatheadathletics.com and you're like, I can't bench press that? First thing in the fucking first page is scale the shit. If you can't do it, please scale the shit. Um, so mm-hmm. do that. Scale it. Away you go. Scaling is totally fine. It doesn't make you any less of anything. It doesn't make you a worse weightlifter. It doesn't make you less fit than anybody. Everybody's journey is like this. And sometimes you need to take a fucking break and you need to get back to the basics. And like Sasha and I had this conversation in the parking lot 25 minutes ago. Um, Like we're just kind of burned out on what we've been normally doing. Like I'm bored with Olympic weightlifting. I love Olympic weightlifting, but with how my knee is acting now, I don't know that I'm going to ever be able to Olympic lift like I used to. Maybe... If I want to put a lot of effort into it and a lot of like extra shit, but at the end of the day, am I getting paid to be an Olympic weightlifter? No. Do I really want to occupy that much of my time with rehab and mobility and all the other stuff that goes with it just so I can maybe get back to being mediocre like I used to be? Meh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Time to find something different in the gym. I think I'm going to do bodybuilding. But like, or like we talked about golf, like you've played hockey. Maybe I'll train to be a better golfer mm-hmm. again. I used to be okay. I didn't lift when I was a golfer in high school. It would have been pretty fucking cool to see what it would have been like if I had. It's, speaking of that, it helps immensely. Oh, it helps so much. I know. <laughs> with your hip drive, yeah. with, with your upper body, like keeping your back straight. Like if you play golf, you should be doing some sort of a weightlifting routine. Not our, not our professional opinion, but just some advice. Just notice. <laughs> something to notice. <laughs> just something to notice. If your back hurts, it's because you're weak. <laughs> Those muscles Sorry. probably are weak. Yes. yes. And it's not, it's like not a dig. Like it's yeah. just that your muscles are weak. Like that's what those pains feel like when you're like, oh, you, like Phil, Phil scooped snow the other day because we live in Nebraska and we had eight inches of snow on the ground the other day, but no, today it's, it's 55 and it's all gone. <laughs> Global warming is cool, huh? Um, but Phil tweaked his back pushing snow the other day. And like every time he'd get out of the chair, he would make that noise that you make when you throw out your back where you go, <laughs> or the, like the whimper you yeah. stand up and you just go <laughs> <laughs> he's doing that and i'm yeah. like are you okay you good bro i guess not <laughs> guess not he's okay now but avoid hurting yourself it's not a fun yeah. situation 
signed someone that had to have surgery on their knee almost a year ago and is just now thinking about entertaining a regular workout routine again. And I'm a fucking personal trainer. So like if you took a break from the gym, we're talking about, so you gave up your resolutions a couple weeks ago, like it's okay, dude. Sasha and I have lost our ways before too. Like Mm -hmm. I'm currently in an, I don't know what the fuck I want to do phase. And I've heard our other fit friends talk about this before. This isn't anything new. This isn't anything that nobody has ever talked about before, but this is what we're going through right now. So if you're going through it too, guess what? You're, You're fucking not normal. Alone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'll kind of maybe touch on it a little bit more in depth at the end of the episode. So I don't totally re- derail the, the body weight stuff. But, I mean, <laughs> nut jokes didn't already totally derail it. Are we, are we really that worried about keeping on task at this point? I guess not. <laughs> um, but if you like body weight movements are also really great. If you have like a nagging injury, like uh-huh. we were just talking uh-huh. about, you can dial it back to the body weight, work on it for a second, see what happens, see how you're feeling. Then you gradually add weight, just like you did at the beginning in middle. Yeah. Wherever. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you just have to dial it back. That's also why we did an episode of talking about deload, because that stuff is important because you're going to reduce your risk of injury by doing those deload weeks, by going back to just your pyramid. You need the base before you can build the rest. Well, and speaking of the pyramids, I was just thinking, like, you can't build anything great without taking breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, even the pyramids, those guys, I mean, they were slaves, but they yeah. probably were allowed some break time every now and then yeah. because even the ancient Egyptians, though they were assholes, apparently, according to history, even they understood that sometimes you need to take a fucking break. Yes. <laughs> so, and body weight exercises are great because they don't require a lot of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite things about them. Like if you are low on space, like say you live in an apartment, you're just one person. You don't want to spend a bunch of money on a bunch of different things. That's okay. I'm utilitarian as fuck. I totally understand and appreciate that. I spent the money on putting a gym in my house just because I did it. Doesn't mean it's an answer for you and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So if body weight exercises are something you're thinking about fucking with, that's cool because you can combine your cardio with it as well. So you can do like some squats and then you can do some jumping jacks or you can do some squats or some high knees. It's called calisthenics. Mm -hmm. Look up calisthenics if you want to know. Like I think when you say the word calisthenics, a lot of people just think of like calf raises and jumping jacks. Yeah. That's it. There's so much more to calisthenics. Like it has such a douchey, like weird name on thing to it where you say it and people are like well that's some meathead bullshit there's yes. some stuff in between though too because <laughs> you is. have that and then you have like the extreme where you're like doing one arm mm-hmm. like straight legged pull-ups yep that's you don't have that to takes do that hardcore forever yeah to like be able to do that um but there is that in between space yeah which is what we're talking about here and body weight workouts are super fucking efficient too because mm-hmm. if you do the body weight movements like if you do push-ups you're working your upper body you're working your core i mean you're using your whole body to keep yourself still and upright welcome to the secret of why body weight exercises are good we talked about that a second ago with the stabilizer muscles mm-hmm. but you can smash that workout in the most efficient fucking way possible and that is the best efficiency yeah. i have such a fucking hard on for efficiency i am mm-hmm. the queen and i think it's just because innately humans are lazy and we want to do the least amount of work possible i have fucking found that as a way to just live my life it's like ah. Eh, I can find a better way to do that. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, take out steps two, three, and four. Go from step one to five. Yeah. Boom. There you go. (laughs) Wow, you're so smart. Nah, I'm just lazy. (laughs) (laughs) But it works. It does. And actually, did you also know that if you wanted to reach hypertrophy in any way, you can do it without ever touching a dumbbell (gasps) or a barbell. What? 
What? Yeah, crazy. Muscle growth can occur independent of an external load. <gasps> so research pub- published in Physiology and Behavior concluded, so long as you perform bodyweight exercises through their full range of motion. This is when you can't do the quarter squat. If you're mm. under a barbell, I'll give you the pass to do a quarter squat because I've done many quarter squats with weight on my back in my mm-hmm. career. If you are doing a bodyweight squat and you want to get the most muscle benefit out of it, you need to be going the entire range as to grass, as close to as to grass as humanly possible. Now, if we're talking about a body weight squat and you don't have any pre-existing ankle, knee, or hip injuries, maybe a lower back injury might function into that as well, but like you should be able to perform a squat as to grass with no body weight fairly easy after some practice. Bye to Sasha's pen. Rip. So TLDR, do your as to grass squats. If you can, if you're, if your levers allow you to, your range of motion, your mobility allows you to, you should be going for astrograss as many times as possible when you are not under a load. Mm-hmm. Now your first round of body weight squats are always going to feel like a dog shit taco. That's what the first set is for. Your first set's going to be ugly. Your second set's going to feel better. Your third set's going to look the best. Mm-hmm. That's how those things work. So like when you get started and your squat feels a little bit like creepy. Eh, Creaky. It's, okay. it's your first fucking set. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why we say do a warm up set because yes. your first set is shit. Warm up. <laughs> do, do your warm up that's going to activate the muscles that are going to be performing whatever movement yeah. you're going to do. And then always do a warm up set as well. Mm-hmm. It helps. Trust. Please trust. <laughs> and, and, and another study coming from the University of Valencia. So we were talking about push-ups earlier, a.k.a. press-ups. Um, they were found to be as effective as a bench press for building strength. I mean, when you think about this, that's not that surprising because a bench press is a push-up inverted. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally the same fucking movement. The bench press, the weight's just above you and you're pushing it away. The push-up, you are the weight. I mean, that's yeah. still a really good fucking workout. As an adult human, you're probably between the weights of 120 and up. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's still a decent that's still a decent workout. Like, don't sleep on body weight. Don't sleep on body weight. As long as you do it right, you'll be okay. Um, so, like, when it comes to building muscle, there's not really a need to keep adding more weight to your barbell if you don't want to or if you don't have one or if you don't straight up feel like doing that shit. That's okay. We don't care. This podcast exists so that people can find fitness to help them fulfill, like, their lives better. Because that sounded really terrible. I talk for a living. Can you believe that? Um, no, like the whole purpose of this podcast was like Sasha and I found a way to use fitness to make us feel better mm-hmm. in our daily lives just by doing fitness. Like we don't post about it all the time on Instagram. I don't, you know, go out there and be like, oh my God, you should be doing this at the gym. We're not those fucking people. We found things that help us be more sane in this bullshit. Yep. And fitness is one of those things. So if you're if you're at the end of your fucking rope and you are tired of how you look and how you feel, then fucking try some calisthenics. Do some fucking yoga. Pilates. Like, YouTube is your friend. You can find so many mm-hmm. free bodyweight workouts on YouTube alone. Now, just make sure that the sources that they're coming from are good. Yeah. <laughs> which, may, which may require you to dig a little bit yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do do body weight exercises. That's how I you. started. Mm-hmm. Dude, I started how, doing turbo jam and yeah. fucking push ups in my basement. Yeah, yeah. It's movement's movement, yep. baby. Um, and the next question that we got was basically an explain it like I'm five. How the hell do you use an assault runner tre- treadmill? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> okay, I've used an assault runner. They're it's like 
it's like an iPod. You know how everybody calls their MP3 player an iPod? Mm-hmm. Like they, you have the the assault runner treadmill is like the ergo version of the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about the assault treadmill, it's the one that doesn't have any motor. You are the motor. Yeah, you are and- the motor. <laughs> And it's tough. <laughs> yes. So that it would be the main thing to keep in mind when you're going to be attempting or getting used to or trying an air assault runner. So you are in control of the speed. Yes, there is a belt on there, but you are controlling the whole thing. It will still keep track of your speed. It's still going to keep track of your time, your distance, and it will turn on. Most of them have like There's a like battery powered. Yeah. Whack my microphone. Um, those there are also intervals and programs and things like that that you can select on depending on what brand it is i'm sure um air assault runners are curved and this is designed specifically to allow you to control that speed that we were just talking about now some people think that it could be an ergonomic thing it could be as well it might be a little easier on your joints but still running in general if you don't have great knees or ankles is going to be something that i would tell you to talk to your doctor about before you do it sign someone that used to run all the time for years who developed a knee issue tried to be a runner and then ended up having knee surgery yeah don't do what donnie don't does (laughs) um but to speed up your belt you want to run closer to the front of the belt which makes sense, right? Like you're, you're the hamster in the wheel. The closer you get to the front of the wheel, the more momentum you're going to have behind you. Um, to maintain your speed or slow down, you're going to want to run either more directly in the middle or to slow down even farther, you're going to want to run towards the back. So it's, it's really all about finding your groove. Mm-hmm. No pun intended because the assault runner is grooved, but it's like all about finding your happy speed. Yeah. Um, assault runners... Probably wouldn't be something I would recommend to a, a beginner runner because it's difficult. Yeah. Um, you don't have the belt making you keep pace. You have to know your own pace, and mm-hmm. that can be really difficult if you don't have an established running background. Oh, yeah. Like, if you've never run outside before, yeah. uh, you probably want to get used to that because then you, like, running on a treadmill, it's period, whatever kind it is, is totally different than running outside on terrain three three miles per hour on the road feels different than three miles per hour on a treadmill yes it feels like way slower yes it does (laughs) it does so the assault runners are really great for sprint training specifically because you don't have to wait for the belt to slow down you slow it down on your own accord or you can jump off and take a rest Mm -hmm. let the belt slow down on its own it's naturally going to do that technique wise you want your body to be perfectly in line head over head over head shoulders knees and toes um and so on um that's the i think the main thing i feel like sometimes it's just something i've noticed people on treadmills like lean to lean forward, forward a little bit more yes. and you don't want to do that because you wouldn't do that outside and this like yeah it's ergonomic but i think it's more trying to replicate actually being outside yeah. if that makes sense also, don't use the handles. Please, if you are doing, in, like, if you're not using incline or you're not using it because you are, like, doing rehab work or you're, like, sometimes when you take a slow walk, you want to steady yourself because you just ran and your legs feel like fucking jello. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about when you are doing your work sets on the treadmill. Unless you're resting, keep your fucking hands off of the rails. <laughs> It's dangerous. Like it's, it doesn't help you to be running, holding on to the heart rate monitor. Like if you're going to do the heart rate monitor, kick your feet off for a second, put your hands on, check your heart rate. It's probably not going to be right, but you can try it anyway, just to get an idea and and fucking get back to work. Like, don't 
don't run. I see it so many times. And it's one of those things where it takes every fiber of my being when I walk into a gym that I'm not employed at to not say something. When I see somebody on a treadmill like that, I'm like, bro, that's not good for you. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to fall. Like, and people do it all the time and they're fine. But yeah, don't be that person. <laughs> like, don't be that person. Don't run with your, because it's just, it, A, it fucks up your entire momentum. You have no form. You're supposed to use your arms to run. Mm-hmm. So like, it's so counterintuitive to good running form when I see people that are no shit. Like, this is, this is my fucking impersonation of them. You see them at the gym and they're just like, oh my God, and they're just fucking holding on. And it's like, well, you're running like shit and this sucks because you're not doing this part. Right. Park builds momentum. God damn it! There is form involved. There is <laughs> yes. form involved with running too. Yes. A lot of it, actually. People think that running is super easy. There's a lot of form involved at being a good runner and someone that can run for a long period of time without wrecking their joints. Um, yeah. I hope you're clipping that for TikTok. Me I fucking am. running, running, running. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the assault runner is great. You see it a lot for like CrossFit. You'll see it a lot in. Um, I mean, you'll see like. Most of the time, the only treadmills you'll see at a CrossFit gym are going to be assault runners. Those are like standard issue for CrossFit. Um, outside of that, I would say if you're curious about it, you can try it. Um, it's hard to walk on them, though, because the belt is so heavy and you need so much momentum to keep them running that, like Sasha said, probably going to be for the established runner. Yeah. Um, more on technique. So, like, if you're trying to speed it up, you don't want to do that by standing in the middle of the treadmill itself and then reaching forward with your feet, you're going to actually like have to move up Yeah. (laughs) when you're wanting to speed up. You want, you don't want to be leaning forward at the waist to get yourself going, but a little bit more on that in a second and think of speeding up more as leaning at the ankle and keeping everything else in alignment because that's how you would naturally run outside. Yeah. Well, someone told me one time, they're like, imagine that, Here comes an ass joke, sticking things in places. Imagine you have a stick up your ass. That's how you should run. Mm-hmm. You should be in place like someone shoved a broomstick straight up your anus and it's still there and you're running. Yeah. You don't want to be, it's very graphic, but it was, it worked. It fucking like that mental image is always stuck. I'm like, run like there's a stick up your ass, Sadie. <laughs> um, but it helped me a lot with my back and it helped me a lot with my knees because my alignment was better. So my stride was better. My land was better. Like everything about it was better. And then I got hurt and I suck at running again. <laughs> um, but also like, when when you're doing that ankle thing, you want to make sure that you are using your foot to its full extent. And that means rolling. You kind of mm-hmm. want to roll your foot when you land, especially on the assault runner because it's not flat. When people start to run, the, the most natural thing I see them do is first they bend over. Second, they look at the fucking tread the whole time that they're running. Stop doing that. That fucks up your form too because you're looking down the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like looking down and you're doing a deadlift. It's like you lose all of this. You lose all of it. It's yeah. all gone. Um, don't do that. Don't use the handles and make sure that you're using your feet properly rolling. Like I, I I was in marching band. So the roll step is a very common thing in my Mm -hmm. brain. Like it's just beaten into my skull after that many years of walking around with a saxophone and doing grids on football fields. You want to roll step a little bit and you want to make sure that you're not necessarily, you want to land you land on your front, the front of your foot, right? Not Mm -hmm. the back of your foot. That's Mm -hmm. what they say. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to land on your heel. And I see people, when they land, they land like that on the treadmill. And it's like, oh, you're putting the very back. That doesn't feel comfortable when you do it with your hand and try to roll your hand forward. Why would you try that with your foot? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, When you're you're slowing down, too, you're going to – 
it's hard to describe without physically doing the movement, but you're going to drift back just a little bit to the center of the belt. So like you're just naturally going to slow, slow your down. step up a second and then kind of catch yes. it. So like think of how you run outside. If you've run outside before, it's pretty similar in how you would hold your body and the movements you're doing to get yourself sped up or, or, or down. So when you speed up, you are going to hinge ever so slightly at the waist to get that established first couple yes. steps going. That's what you would do if you were speeding up. If you were outside, you're going to hinge slightly forward to, to shift your momentum yes. and use your hips to push you forward. Yes. So, um, you're going to be begin picking up the pace and then you're going to slow your legs down like you would when you are outside because you want to slow down and naturally you're going to drift more towards the center of that belt on the assault runner. And to get off, you either just slow your pace down by moving your feet back even a little bit more towards the back of the belt. And then it's eventually just going to stop. Otherwise you can just step off. It's like using a people mover at the airport. You kind of have to meter your step to yeah. get your, your on and your off. It's one of those things. So you kind of have to lag step or, you know, draw that one step back a little bit to make sure that you do it. The assault runner is great. Um, please let us know if you now have the balls to use the assault runner after we've explained it. Cause I want to hear how it goes for you. I always, um, I'm always interested to hear feedback when people ask us questions and then yeah. hopefully they listen to the episode where we answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> Just send them yeah. a message. Hey, yeah, yeah. we answered your question. Hey, you answered your, I'm going to do that actually. I'll be <laughs> like, Hey, we answered your question. It'll be out tomorrow. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's okay. Again, it's okay to try new shit. It's okay to feel like you look like a jackass in the gym. You have to learn how to do these things somehow. And that means trying new shit. And anybody that's been in the gym for a long enough period of time that's worth their salt isn't going to fucking judge you for trying something different because we've all done it too. Mm-hmm. And if someone is there and they're laughing at you, well, fuck that person and report them to the front desk because they're an asshole. And that's not why we're at the fucking gym. Exactly. Go there for your health. I am not anybody else. So tired of seeing videos of women from other women in locker rooms at gyms. Stop fucking taking pictures and videos of other people in the fucking locker room. If you want to take a selfie and you're the only person in the dressing room, that's fine. Don't be a fuck. Don't be fucking taking videos of people invading their fucking privacy while they're just out being a normal ass human trying to live their fucking life. I am so fucking sick of seeing that shit. Something that should not be shocking to me as I've, you know, been dealing with this shit my whole life. Women are, can be cruel to each other. Women can be fucking terrible to each other. Uh, Honestly, like my abuser is a woman. Like, and people don't believe that, especially when that woman is your fucking mother. But women are vindictive as fuck, bro. And after being one for almost 35 years, I can fucking tell you that's true. It's like like just astonishing to me. I I hesitate sometimes. I haven't ever gotten these types of comments from other women, but I see other women getting those comments from Mm. other women. And it's just, what are we fucking doing? They have internalized misogyny because they live around shitty men. And that's what happens. That's what happens when misogyny fucking wins. You see other women cutting women down for doing absolutely fucking nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Someone's posting a very greatly... Oh, shit, I'm going to tip my fucking water over because I'm so fucking mad about this. I'm going to flip shit over. Bill it to me, company, Mm -hmm. I guess. (laughs) Pay for the carpet. But, um, like, I I get so fucking sick. So fucking sick. It is one of the first things that sends me as far as internet etiquette goes these days when I see a woman go after another fucking woman. I am just... The first thing I want to do is be like, bitch chaoses, what the fuck are you doing? We are not against each other. We are on the same fucking team. 
We are the same fucking team. We fight the same fucking struggles every day. We deal with the same bullshit. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, where you're from. Women deal with the same fucking bullshit every day, everywhere. You know where I think a lot of that stuff, this just, I pay attention sometimes. Sometimes I'm just fucking listening. Sometimes I'm just fucking reading and I don't say anything at all because I'm just absorbing it and, Mm -hmm. you know. A lot of that stuff to me comes off as conversations that have occurred in that person's head to themselves. And because it makes them insecure, they want to point it out in somebody else because they don't want to be the only one who feels bad. One time someone called Sasha and I tweakers on TikTok. (laughs) Bitch, do I look like a fucking meth head? I know what meth heads look like. I grew up in the land of meth. One of my best friends in high school smoked meth. I am not a tweaker. (laughs) But good try. Good attempt at trying to knock me down a peg. All you made me do was laugh at you because you're a fucking imbecile and block you. Like, I'm so over this saying things to either shock other people or offend somebody thing. Quit fucking being an edgelord. It's played out. I'm fucking tired of it. Signed an original fucking edgelord from the 2000s. I lived in the days of the early fucking internet, bro. Like, you can't fucking say or do anything that's going to shock me at this point. Something that I... We can end on this because we could probably go on for a whole episode about be just being fucking nice to other people but something that i told my team the other day it's really i love when you hard. say that by the way <laughs> that always makes my heart skip a beat like <laughs> um but i was like i understand that it's really hard sometimes to fucking ignore the trolls and the haters and the shit like that but the one thing to always remember is that people are gonna hate you when they ain't you Mm-hmm. and they are going to be jealous and do wild things because of that jealousy because they want what you have and you're doing it better. Yep. The best way to respond in situations like that is to take their fuel away and ignore them. Because yep. if you don't acknowledge that they even exist, they can't fucking win whatever fight they're trying to fight. The second Sasha and I stopped fighting with the trolls that would show up on our yard as opposed to just blocking them or having... I have fucking filters set up. Y'all can fucking say what you want. That shit's going to go in a black hole folder that Sasha and I never check in our fucking TikTok <laughs> settings. Have a good day. Um, But, like, I, I just... I grew up fucking broke as shit in the middle of nowhere. I had fucking nothing. I never went to Disney. I've never been to Disney World. I've never gone on a Disney vacation. I've never been to, you know, I've never been to the fucking, what's somewhere else that kids go to a lot? Space camp, shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't, my parents didn't like me enough to fucking spend money on me, so I never got to go anywhere. Like, I'd go to Minnesota, and I'm like, ooh, I got to go to the state that touches my state. This is a vacation. (laughs) Like, I grew up fucking dirt poor in the middle of middle America. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to see other people that were like me, because I'm not like that anymore. I've grown. I've changed. I'm a different fucking person now. Thank God. But I can't, I can't tell you how fucking frustrating it is to see these goddamn neckbeard sweat stains from fucking buttfuckville, wherever, coming in here and taking swings at people that are just doing the best they fucking can, trying to put good, in, good information and good energy out into the world, and just living their fucking best life. If you have a problem with any of those things, get fucked. Go to therapy because you are fucked up. You've got problems and you need to fucking talk to somebody about them because talking to yourself about them ain't doing it, friend. Like, quit being an asshole. I feel like we say this a lot, but quit fucking being an asshole. Sign two women that work on the internet. (laughs) Please. Sign all women that exist on the internet. Sign everyone on the internet that isn't a fucking dick bag. 
Like signed everyone that just exists dude, anywhere. <laughs> dude, if I could tell you the fucking shade I've gotten from people just because I have tattoos or half my head is shaved or like I've got two rings in my nose. Like people treat you like such a fucking I was talking about this last night when we were raiding. People treat you like such a fucking cretin when you have tattoos on your hands. Like they act like you're this fucking loser. Even now even now still, I can go into any corporate office job in America and there will be twenty five people at least that have a fucking tattoo. Yeah. But because I've got shit on my hands, I'm a fucking loser, piece of jailbait, apparently. Like, I don't understand it. I am a grown-ass woman who has two jobs that pay me. I have a mortgage payment. I am happily married and have many cats. Like, I don't know what you're trying to go for here by shaming people because they look a certain way or they do a certain thing. So what? That person's gay. Instead of calling them a fucking slur and being a miserable piece of shit, you could just ignore your ignore them and your distaste for homosexuals or queer people in general. Like, I don't know what we did to you, but apparently you've got an issue with the rainbow mafia. Sorry. (laughs) Like I just, I get so sick of it. I'm so tired of seeing people rip other people down because of how they look or because of how they live their fucking life. If it doesn't affect you in a negative way, just because you don't like what you see on the internet doesn't fucking matter and you don't need to tell everybody about it. I'm sorry that you think your opinion is the most important thing in the world. It's not. We don't give a fuck. Me at Test Kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Heard at Sports Network production.